FisherCast, a Six Feet Under retrospective. I'm your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my Six Feet Undertakers. Moira. And I'm Des. And we also have another Undertaker joining us, the person that's been teased forever. We're, we finally got him, folks. Hey. It's Illyrio. Signed <laughs> <laughs> on the line that is dotted this morning. I am here, and I am so happy to be an official Undertaker. He was my favorite wrestler. <laughs> Although you're not playing the theme, you told me you'd play the theme. Oh, I, what's yeah. the what's the Undertaker theme? No, oh, God, never mind. Let's move on. Oh, but next this? time, please say from Death Valley, California, and then you have to say my name. Uh, I don't know if I can set that up every week, but that or no brown M and M's in my bowl. <laughs> have to pick. <laughs> Um, maybe I'm no already lost. Okay, bowl. I'm <laughs> lost. I have no idea what Death Valley has to do with this. <laughs> so, uh, Illyrio, you have seen seasons one through four of Six Feet Under. Yes. And uh, so you said, um, right when we got started with this thing, I'm holding off until you get to season five. I want to join as a newbie. I'd love to, yes. Yeah. Now, I am in a very interesting position as a newbie. Because after season five was over, there was an article in the paper talking about season five, and I read the article, and it didn't mention specific plot points, but it did reveal something. Yeah, yes. I have a very interesting position of knowing something that is probably considered the largest possible spoiler in the history of the show, Robin, would you say? Uh, I can probably read your mind and say yes. So, But... I, I haven't seen any episodes, so I'm really, really happy to be here. It's probably the reason why I've told Moira and Des, please do not search on Google Six Feet Under anything. Yeah, we'll do that. Because immediately you will get swelled on it. Immediately. Yeah. So I want to do it. As soon as we're done with the show and I, you know, we end it, I'm going to do that and see if, like... If it would have spoiled me big time, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it on air. Yes, <laughs> yes, in synchrony. Because yes. now I'm curious. Awesome. Yeah. Hmm. So, have you not seen seasons one through four since it's been since it's aired, or since you saw it on DVD? Well, saw it on DVDs approximately uh, right when it aired, and I believe season four we watched under nefarious means. So I think we were right there with it airing, maybe a week delay. <laughs> yeah. So that was ages ago. It was ages ago, and it's funny because I haven't really watched it since I first watched it back then, too. Um, and I've like season five is just like a cloud to me. <laughs> I really I, I know the end, I know the big thing, um, but that's it. <laughs> I was watching this episode today, and I was like, oh, yeah. One thing that I was really happy about that it was a happy memory was that, um, uh, I had. I was uh, a huge fan of Six Feet Under going into the, the fifth season back mm-hmm. then. And the premiere date um, was June 6, 2005, which is my, my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hey, nice birthday present, you know. And they had all the uh, um, the promos of the, the green hearse going into the sunset because you know that this is the final yeah. final season. So I was very excited. So um, you may be lost sometimes along the way. Like, what the hell was Brent? Is Brenda who? You know, how are they related or whatever? So feel free to ask at any point. 
And that'll be awesome. That's that's where our new co-host is at, and just to let everybody who's listening know, you know, that's that's what we're doing. And uh, I don't know if there's going to be any room for guest hosting, but uh, if we feel so obliged, or if somebody needs to fill in for somebody else, that's that's we might just do it. We'll see what happens. I I know you have not read the contract that you made me sign because I added an addendum that Claire has to be on at least four more times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she, uh, she actually is going to have her own segment today, so uh, we look forward to that. <laughs> yes, she is. Not as awesome, but... Oh, I didn't listen to it yet. Everybody else listened to it? I looked at the length of it. That's what she said. Hence, it qualifies as a segment. <laughs> it, it was a huge file. That's why I didn't listen to it. <laughs> anyway, uh, our first I've seg- never called it a segment before, but okay. <laughs> Our first uh, segment, actually, uh, is the Darwin Awards, in which we honor the idiots in history that snuff themselves out before they reproduce. And uh, our our Darwin Awards are always related to the Six Feet Under episode that we're covering. So here we go. Uh, this was in 2002 in Pennsylvania, outside a camp for trouble youths. Uh, youths uh, sneakers dangled from the electricity line. Uh, per- presumably tossed there by a camper who enjoyed the challenge and notoriety, but the sneakers were an eyesore to one 20-year-old employee. They must be eliminated. He stood <laughs> in the raised bucket of a front-end loader mm-hmm. and pointed at the sneakers with a device consisting of a 14-foot copper tube with a pocket knife taped to the end. <laughs> The, wow. de- the determined employee had nearly removed a pair of shoes when the knife pierced the insulation and made contact with the electrical wire. He was knocked out of the bucket and landed on the hood of the loader with burns on his hands, foot, and his buttocks. He died from injuries three weeks later. Oh. Wow. Shocker. <laughs> that was a shocker. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that until I said it. <laughs> I'm robbed today. <laughs> oh, wow. You're just landing them left and right. Nice. All right. Uh, and what we do like to do on this show is support other podcasts. So we're going to be taking one little break here and listen to a promo from hmm, Potential Cast. Lame. They're awesome. <laughs> here it is. In every generation, there is a podcast where one alone has watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer before. The three others must stand against the spoilers, the synopses, and the forces of DVD commentary tracks. This is Potential Cast. This is Stephanie. This is Kim. I'm Gabby. I'm Illyrio. I see sort of myself in Cordelia. I really like that life for some reason. <laughs> the show does that a lot, and I really like it. I love Child's explanation about both uses Slayer. Don't tell anyone. That's all the information you need. We do have a lot of feedback. Whether you're brand new to Buffy or you're a seasoned rewatcher, come find us at potentialcast.com. And we're back. Uh, okay, so we're that was potential Best cast promo ever. <laughs> the voice on that promo sounded so familiar. Oh, that voice! That voice! I know that voice. What a pompous <laughs> university educated get. <laughs> All right, so we're in open casket viewing, and uh, we always start off with a synopsis by Moira. 
Well, just to clarify, I don't write the thing. I just read it. Oh, God. Because <laughs> we look for flaws, don't we, Des? Yes. All right. Season five. Yes. Episode one. A Coat of White Primer. Ruth dreads George's return from the hospital in light of his recent diagnosis. Nate and Brenda prep for a big day, but an emergency makes them reconsider. David and Keith bring in alternative parenting options, or bring up alternative parenting options for discussion. And Rico navigates new waters via internet dating. <laughs> Claire enjoys domestic bliss, but crosses a line with Ruth. Written by Kate Robin and directed by Rodrigo Garcia. I have a question. How is that alternative parenting options when it's having a surrogate or adopting? You know, I mean, the surrogate's not going to be a parent, so I don't think that really counts as parenting options. I th- well, I think they just mean, uh, you know, different alternative ways yeah. to obtain a baby, right? Yes, that's what they so, should have Alternative that's procreation options. Yeah. Yes, that's what yes. they should have yes. said. Yes. See, this is why we pick apart these. (laughs) These (laughs) They're always a little inaccurate or a little off. off. And his name is Rico. I thought his name was Ricky. No. (laughs) (laughs) You may think from this only if you're on (laughs) Match.com. Only his online name, Nadirio. Okay. (laughs) For special people. All right, so for the first time in the series, uh, we actually heard a little something different to the opening title music. Did anybody notice that? I fast forward every time. Yes, there was a little extra bit right at the end. Yeah, right, right. If you haven't... Uh, Just for no- Alan Ball's thing, or Alan That's Poole's. right, yeah, yeah, right there. It's, that's because uh, Justino Machado, uh, who plays Vanessa, uh, was added to the credits. So they needed a little extra... <gasps> Seriously, thank you, God. Because I honestly <laughs> did notice. I did notice, and I did not know why it was there. So she's never going away. I like her. But you know what scared me about the opening credits? I saw Lily Taylor's name in them. Oh, <laughs> and I you know yeah, and I went, oh my God, Lisa <laughs> just doesn't die. See, I, I can't saw. At the very beginning, I saw James Cromwell's name, and I was like, God, he's still here? (laughs) And then I fast-forwarded and didn't watch anymore. So, uh, Illyrio, you said you like Vanessa? Pardon me? Yes, I like uh, Rico's ex. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yes, I have no issues with her whatsoever. All right. Well, maybe we'll talk more on that when we get to her. Uh, but we start off here. Uh, Andrea Kuhn is having a hard time expressing her feelings. So her therapist urges her to um, talk to people. And, uh, you know, that way she'll feel less empty. So mm-hmm. she, she talks she to her said, sister. Her she said, friend. would it be the worst thing in the world if people um, yell and scream and everything? And she's like, yes. And I thought for sure she was like somebody she was talking to was going to like yell and scream and like have a heart attack or something. And she was going to feel guilty, but they tricked me. Mm-hmm. My notes basically say therapy session. This is taking a long time. Boring. <laughs> and I finish up with, Oh, Leonard. <laughs> oh, Leonard. It's true. I, this was one of the longer opening yeah. deaths. Oh, I was like, are these always so long and tedious? No. Then we finally no, got no. the payoff. And I wrote one last comment. This is why we should keep things bottled up. Well, <laughs> no, yes. that's not the take-home message. I agree. Yes, that's that's the take-home message. <laughs> Don't listen to Illyrio. Don't express yourselves. <laughs> Just, 
Smile Listen and to nod. Madonna. Express yourself. That woman's a slut. Don't listen to her. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I don't know if Des noticed uh, as soon as uh, we say we see husband Leonard uh, that uh, something bad's going to happen because uh, he was on uh, the show Awake. Yes, and, uh, he was a bad guy. He's a bad guy there too. Yes. Um, he wasn't a bad guy. He was just an idiot. Yeah, he was. He was really a bad guy. But someone doesn't have a fireplace, and you get them fireplace accoutrement. Really? Well, you know, he thought she liked antiques. Death by andiron. It was bizarre. It was horrible. Gross. I'm tired of these nasty deaths. Can't we have nice dying in your sleep thing more often? I couldn't, see the, I couldn't see the full um, benefit of the gore quotient because I actually watched it outside by the pool and there was a bit of sun glare. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I finally got the damn thing open. You bet you I'm going to And you sacrifice and you sacrifice for us. She <laughs> said do. she almost lost her notes in the pool today. Yeah, I saw that on the Twitter. <laughs> a gust of wind came up. It was quite horrifying. <laughs> so uh, that... She gets it through the eyes. So uh, we go to, uh, well, it looks like a wedding's happening. And uh, yeah. Well, here are my reactions because I haven't seen the show in years. It was, Nate, David, Claire has the worst video camera ever. I knew as soon as they started showing the video that it was the Lisa-Nate wedding. And then I wrote down in my notes, more fucking Lisa. Oh, my God. Seriously, guys. Can we not get past See? this? Is this going to be forever? Are we going to have to put up with her till the end of the goddamn show? I she must not. be very yellow because they're letting her mellow. It's ridiculous. I'm, but it was I don't fun look to see Carol fit. again, her boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's Catherine so O'Hara? Yes. yes. It's yes. always awesome. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like, uh, yeah, Lisa is getting ready for her happily ever after. And, uh, meanwhile, it turns out that Brenda is watching this video. Creepy, uh, creepy. Me. And Brenda is obviously pregnant. Yes. 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 Salt tea and the smell of coffee yes. not being good. Hello, pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, this is actually where it's been six months since our uh, season four finale. And um, so do they say that at some point? Because they don't. But I've read it in several places, including on HBO.com. So how long did you say, Robin? Six months. Wow. Yeah. So um, she's at least six months pregnant. You know, no, she's not not even close. to She She said weeks pregnant. She said, we tried. I got pregnant in my fourth cycle. She's first trimester. Oh, yeah. that's right. She, she okay. wasn't even showing. And yeah. you're showing like by... And, and your, and your um, morning sickness stuff is much more so first trimester. No, she's probably right. like 10 weeks pregnant or something. Schooled. Yeah. And I also think that because she yelled at Nate later, and I know we're going to get to that later, that it was definitely early because why did you let me tell people? Yes. You're yes. supposed Good to day. wait yeah. three months. Yeah. Yes. These so, self-canceling so pregnancies happen all the time. People just don't talk about them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it does happen a lot. My mom had two miscarriages before me and my brother were born. There's this gun right here. Stop jumping it. Okay. Um, or I'll shoot you. All <laughs> yes, right. we'll get to that later. But um, what's important here uh, that's behind the scenes, actually, is that Rachel Griffiths is actually pregnant in real life with her second uh, child. Uh, oh, wow. No wonder and they had to make her pregnant. As we... 
Yes, as we move along in this season, we'll have to notice how often that <laughs> we don't she see the She stands behind a counter? <laughs> yes. Or she's holding a coat? Yeah. Oh, so, so you're saying I, wait, so wait, wait, wait. I was six. I know wait. all the tricks. Robin, are you saying she's not going to get pregnant again? I'm saying belly watch. <laughs> well, she might yes, get pregnant, but, but I doubt they'll gets... jump to wherever she's at, right? Right. Well, they She'll could. They, would, they skip six months from one uh, season to the next. They might as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they never episodes? skip more than a couple of weeks within the season, right? They stick pretty close to the actual. And since as is anger. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm not saying either. Either way. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> this is something that we have to watch for. That she's actually we don't, pregnant we don't in real life. To. We don't have to. I will. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so yeah, Carol says uh, slap a veil on the biggest slut bag in the world, and she becomes a beautiful ingenue. Which makes Brenda ill, and uh, as uh, Brenda's vomiting in the background, uh, we see Nate actually notices Hoyt arguing with Lisa on the mm-hmm. <laughs> Hoyt. If your Hoyt. name is Hoyt, you might as well just be a killer. <laughs> There's a Hoyt on True Blood, and he's not a killer. <laughs> I'm not familiar. He's a nice guy, kind of, mostly. So next Alan Ball show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, Ruth comes out of her house and drops oranges. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if anybody is familiar with the Godfather, they know that's bad. News. I thought she broke a hip. Where's my note? My note says, did she break a hip? <laughs> hey, Robin, wasn't what? there some, was it season four's, um, not season premiere, what's it called? Promotional video, and there was oranges or something falling all over the supermarket? Yeah, that's true. That, that remember season that? four promo video, yeah. I remember, wow. you, I remember the time you said, oh, that might be significant, or, you know, do you think any of this is significant? And I'm just going, wait a minute. <laughs> what, oranges matter? Uh, oranges also, matter. I'm saying I, they matter, and I could be full of shit like last time. Yeah. Uh, Whoever puts a segment of orange in their mouth and pretends it's their smile is going to die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it might take a few seasons, or it might take a few seconds, but that is what television and movies have taught me. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get a flashback, and we see what happened in the six months in between with George. He went uh, cuckoo. Yeah. Holy crap. Awesome. So Okay, so the... Can I talk about what the doctor was saying, or am I too far ahead? You're too far ahead. I don't have my, I mean, I don't write note by, you know, by like just, time just, by time. Just listen to what I'm saying. And I mean, it's like we haven't done this for 51 episodes already. Well, I can't remember <laughs> if the, the flashbacks for him just all went in order or if there was stuff break, broken up between them. I am the voice here. I'm narrating. <laughs> He's the voice of and, Fisher Past. <laughs> and, and if I say... Uh, the doctor talked to Ruth. You can go. Actually, I have something to say about that, Robin. Okay, you tell me when it's time to talk about that. All right. But can maybe... I just interject? If either of you had any money, you'd both hire assassins to kill the other. I just want to. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that. Uh... Or you could pull your money and just hire me, and I'll decide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. So where are we? <laughs> 
So she's talking to the doctor. Just kidding. Okay, so... <laughs> Robin, I will punch you. <laughs> <laughs> we see uh, George taken away. That's pretty... Uh, that was pretty dramatic. That was very dramatic. Yeah. Very. I kept expecting a little pig to save him. Oh. <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> the pig's in the white coat, like, closing the doors. <laughs> Did they still? I mean, I didn't know that they actually did that where they they come and they like drag them away and throw them in the back of the va- the padded the, van. The padded van is awesome. I know. I was like, really? They still do that? That's crazy. What else are they supposed to do? I thought you know. I mean, okay. So if someone doesn't want to go, um, I thought you know the police dealt with it, but yeah, apparently actually. Not. No, actually, well, I don't know how it works in America. Here, it's usually the police. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. You know? That's because we have so little to do here with police. <laughs> we have to get them to do something. <laughs> yeah. um, next scene, we have Andrea's sister Janine trying to understand what happened. She's just coming out of her shell. Rico says it's tough when people are starting over. Wow, Rico is annoying. Hitting on a grieving sister. Well, like. Thinking about hitting on a grieving sister, he is just getting worse all the time. Somebody needs to just get over it and celebrate May more often. <laughs> celebrate what? May. Celebrate May. Masturbate. Oh. May is, May, na- May is international. Yes. So he I should just know that. I celebrate. missed out. You missed That's out? You, oh. did. you didn't listen to nonsense, Cass. Damn you, Robin. <laughs> All right, so, uh, uh, yeah, Ruth is driving, and we have a flashback where she's talking to the doctor. And the doctor says, oh. The doctor said, did anyone write down, did he say delusional psychosis? No, depressive psychosis. Depressive, okay, because I wrote down delusive, and I was like, that's not right. (laughs) Okay, depressive psychosis? Well, I looked up delusional psychosis, and it's a... um, it's like it could be a symptom of like schizophrenia, mm-hmm. um, but it's rare on its own. I don't know how much you know about Moira, about psychosis, um, things like that. Well, yeah. So depressive psychosis is completely, completely separate animal from schizophrenia, which is what we thought he was going to have. And it's not that common. Um, I thought it was just old. No, 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 no. It's like a really severe form of depression when you get all these psychotic delusions. So it is a psychosis, much like schizophrenia, but it's not schizophrenia because it's a depressive symptom alone. And it's almost like it's such an extreme depression that you, you really do start seeing things but, and you really do believe them. So in a way, it's um, – how can I put it? In a way, it's less sort of severe – is that a good word to use – than schizophrenia because it's not necessarily as chronic. Mm-hmm. But in George's case, we find out it's been happening, maybe not the delusional part, but the depressive part his whole life, right? Yeah, yeah. long this, history. Yeah. says they have delusions and hallucinations. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very similar almost to the delusional psychosis that I looked up earlier, except for the depressions in it, too. But uh, Did I miss Nurse Ratched, or, or was she not on? <laughs> she wasn't in this episode. Damn. And I don't know, he, he, didn't, he didn't seem that depressed to me. I mean... Oh, he didn't look happy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know... Well, he was... Yeah, I don't know that it was... Manic about things. Well, I don't know that it was presented exactly accurately. Although, I would say he was distressed and agitated all the time toward the end, which would yeah. kind of... Yeah, I give them half points. <laughs> the bomb shelter looked 
ridiculous. Oh yeah, that <laughs> it, was that. That reminded me of um, oh, what's the what's the the show? Not Home Orders. No, no, the new the CIA uh, Claire Danes in Homeland? Um, oh Homeland. Homeland. You know where she loses it, and she's got all those pieces of paper all over the wall, and it just looks completely. That, that's funny because I think about that later in the episode. Interesting. Because something that happened in Homeland happened in the show too. But we do find out yes, he's had a long history of mental illness. This isn't the first time. But I, I would guess because of things that we see later, we'll talk about later that this is probably mm-hmm. the worst he's been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, see, uh, that's. Pretty major. He should have told her. She should have just divorced him for not telling her about it before they got married. Well, we'll see what happens. She's well, not, not exactly that. happy this episode. <laughs> I hope that she arranges for his early demise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think she's on her way down. I think she's about to. I think she has her inner tube, and she's about to head down the giant water park spiral. And at the end of that spiral is murderous, 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 what murderous woman? No, <laughs> she's not yes. going to kill George. No, I she's think she will have George killed. The big she thing. might unconsciously poison him, and then she'll be locked up. <laughs> but she's going to go back and find those those Russian thugs that used to hang out with uh, oh, Nicholas yeah. and get them, awesome. them <laughs> for the job. <laughs> Notice I'm being quiet. Uh, no, <laughs> fake spoilers. Uh, anyway, we yeah the 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 theory so far has been that George is a serial killer, but actually this could end up being Ruth committing terrible murder. So interesting <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. It's just, you know, getting rid of a burden. <laughs> That'd be so bad. <laughs> Let's see. Divorce, murder, divorce, murder. I don't know. Let's use the knife. Lirio. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the embalming room, uh, we have Rico thinking about asking Janine out. Um, and yeah, he gets his chat message on Match.com. And Nate and David are shocked that he's being called Ricky and uh, that he's dumping a girl over instant messages. This is why I wrote, Ricky, you got some splitting to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to the Ruth and George stuff. Uh, Ruth is now looking in on George, holding her big sack of oranges. Um, and we see another flashback where um, George ends up getting electroconvulsive therapy. Wow. There you go, Homeland. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And we see the door to the smoldering woman <laughs> in turquoise closed. All right, all right. Myra, would, it, would there be such smoldering? <laughs> Smoldering? No. Well, <laughs> they they burned up his delusion. His delusion was just uh, I've never actually witnessed the delusion, you know, as it disapparates, but we're gonna do an experiment at the end of this podcast. <laughs> Moira, as the doctor, what is your thoughts on um elect uh shock therapy basically? Um Yes, um, because we saw I saw it on Homeland, and then I saw it on on Mad Men, and now I saw it on um, on this One show. And I, nest. what? <laughs> Sorry, I, okay. I I didn't. You know, you didn't think it was still going on, but apparently it is. And I, I uh, Steph and I were talking about it on our show, and I assume that you know it's not like it used to be, and that it's safer and more controlled. But just, I mean, is it really? So- 
All right. So the deal is it is still used. It is definitely a treatment of last resort when every medical drug therapy has failed. Um, and there are some patients in whom that really is the case. I had one fellow when I was a resident that was in that situation and he, we had tried everything and nothing, 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 nothing was working. And he basically was starving to death because he just lay there and he refused to eat. And it was incredibly sad. So after much discussion, that's what was prescribed. And yes, it is, uh, um, hugely more humane than it used to be in it. And the way they're showing it on this show is not far off because, well, I don't know if they if they um, adequately represented it so that everybody would realize it, but people are anesthetized when it happens, so he's sound asleep. He's not awake for any of this. Yeah, he's I noticed that. Out. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, he's asleep. He's got that's why he has oxygen on. You know, of course they've got the thing in so you don't bite your tongue and, and all that stuff. But but essentially the rest of it's pretty accurate. They're, you're going to uh, be given a shock and, and it's going to go through your body and it's not very pleasant and. So, so anyway, the, the is, sorry, what? And then they send you home the same day. <laughs> no, no <laughs> that, it, that was ridiculous. No, but, the flashbacks um, kind of uh, made things seem a little quicker than usual. He, they say during this that he needs to get a few more sessions of it. Well, and then, that's true too, because not wait. one. It's not one time. I mean, it, it's yeah. usually you know several no. weeks in a row. You have to make sure your brain cells are sufficiently yeah. dead. But the yeah. thing yeah. about it is. That when it is used as last resort, it really is unbelievably effective for certain people. Like, it's amazing. So, except you do have, absolutely, you have short-term memory loss, which is incredibly sad. But does, is that permanent? Yeah. Because he said it wasn't. Um, you can permanently lose some of your memories, yes. Oh, that, that was sad. Oh, see, that's where the whole problem came on the land but um see robin he said okay he said yeah a few more sessions and everything but then afterwards she's like you know he said he, he could go home and she's like well, he's still asleep and she's like yes that'll wear off in a little bit and everything so it was like it he just had a session mm-hmm. yeah, it was a little confusing um but yeah, I, yeah there's I, no I, that was ridiculous there's no way you would send a person home when he's just had his last therapy session, because you haven't yet adequately assessed how well he responded to it. That was just dumb. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. I, I, I just got the feeling that they did doing some sessions. She'd be coming, she'd been coming to visit him. So she was used to talking with him and stuff, um, you know, as he was getting better. But I, I figured it was over a course of time. I mean, we have, we've had the, the six month thing going on. So I figured it was over a few months and they mm-hmm. just kind of well, squished it into one flashback. I assume there was some time for him to go down the rabbit hole first, and yeah, then you know that, too, that, yeah. that probably took a little bit and then to get to that point, and then you know and then he went in and then they tried the medication, and then they tried another medication, probably and another mm-hmm. one, and then they got to the electroshock therapy, and then you know it was time to send him home, but it uh, my impression when I watched that scene was that he had just had a session, like maybe his mm-hmm. last one, and they were just ready to send him home, assuming that, you know, everything went fine and that she wasn't ready to take him, you know, mm-hmm. right afterwards because she was worried about the state he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, Claire is staying at Billy's. We see that she's um, been sleeping over there. <clears throat> and uh, Billy offers to have her move in. Do not do this. Mm-mm. Do not do this. Claire, no, don't do it. That's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> uh, we, it, it's kind of mentioned here that um, you know she he 
she's going to use his space, whatever, and he's going to use stuff at the school, but he hasn't been really doing much art lately himself. Um, and also we find out that Claire and Ruth have been a bit distant lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mother yes, and a daughter my, distant? My, no. <laughs> got my curiosity peaked. I thought, why is she being so evil about Ruth? Ruth hasn't really done anything to her. Mm-hmm. Comes up later. Yeah. Um, so Ruth calls Neat and says she needs to cancel on coming over to the rehearsal dinner and she needs one more quiet night while George is <laughs> sleeping it off, I guess. Um, then we are, we're at Nate and Brenda's and <laughs> David and Keith show up with a bottle of sparkling apple juice. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> Sorry. Call back. Robin. Call back. Call back. High five. All right. Um, uh, Brenda thinks Ruth isn't coming over because she hates her. Ruth is actually upset with Claire because she's taking a break from school. And Brenda uh. thinks it may be because of Billy too. And when Brenda goes to the bathroom, we find out, yeah, it's a bit about Billy. They're all worried about him. Being the mother of a 19 year old, I am on Ruth's side <laughs> <laughs> because, well, first of all, I took a semester off of school. And it took me uh, like three years to go back. And this was when I was in my 30s. So I wasn't even a teenager. I took a semester off of um, after high school and got knocked up and never went back till I was in my 30s. So I can tell you that taking, you know, some time off is not a good idea. I took a semester off and went right back. You're not a girl. This is correct. <laughs> just a bit. I think we're skipping over something. One of my notes is here. What an ugly child. Gah! <gasps> I hope you mean Maya. I that that thing was just atrocious. I know, she looked like a little rat. Ugh. She looks like a rat. Oh, I'm so happy. But but I do myself. have to say this since she moved in with Brenda. At least she has little girl hair and not little redneck mullet hair. <laughs> well, I think she got a woman's touch, you know? Yes. With the hair. Yeah. I thought the funniest bit in that scene was when the boys were doing a rundown of Claire's boyfriends, like her previous boyfriend, <laughs> Gabe and Russell. And nice game that one. was great. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Claire and Billy show up with wine. Uh, in the next scene, we have Rico on a date with Pam Beasley. Oh. I just it was Sorry. Pam. Pam, the office. Pam, Pam, Pam. Pam, 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 Pam. <laughs> uh, and I never and I watched like, The Office. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> what? I said I never watched The Office, so oh. I had no it idea what it was. Good. It ended bad. Three seasons and then stop. Yeah, that's kind of what I've heard. <laughs> Still watching. Ugh, I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is Jenna Fisher, and I'm already nominating her for possible Fisher of the Week. No. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> she's playing Sharon Kinney, a dental hygienist. And uh, ah. <laughs> they have a little bit of a discussion here about uh, how – his job is a good way to get out of a date because, you know, anybody could call and say there's a body. It might be the only one that feels that Rico has no soul. <laughs> I don't I'm think so. the actor, but the entire time I watched the first four seasons and now back again, it just hit me like a ton of bricks again. His eyes are soulless. <laughs> there's nothing there. 
He might have thought of a mannequin saying his lines. That's funny. I, I never thought of it that like, way. <laughs> it's never quite struck me as soulless exactly. Uh, kind of clueless. Clueless maybe, but not that, soulless. And is she? No. Just nothing. There's nothing there. I'm back and forth with Rico. Uh, you know, in this episode, I don't mind him as much. No, I don't mind him as much either. I do. I don't like him in this episode I think it's almost kind of funny watching him dating. And there's a little bit of amusement there for me so mm-hmm. better than when he's u- uber douchey so at least yeah yeah <laughs> giant freaking hypocrite right what he like w- wants his woman to be all moral in this and that but he's the one that had the affair yeah i know yeah. he's he's a douchebag he's a huge douchebag <laughs> and i can't stand him yeah. um we are at a a different kind of fisher dinner for once where <laughs> yeah. um, nobody's high Yet, uh, and we're at Nate and Brenda's instead of over at uh, the main Fisher residency. And the conversation mainly turns into David and Keith arguing adoption versus surrogacy. You know, David must love having Keith publicly psychoanalyzing him. (laughs) (laughs) So much fun for David. (laughs) I think uh, I was I was surprised. I was uh, I was thinking, wow, these guys. You know, really must feel close to everybody else now. You know, yeah. I mean that it's I mean, all the dirty laundry. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was surprised they haven't had that discussion already in private. Hmm. I think it was like they might have had it on the way there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, um, Ruth is watching Thelma and Louise uh, when uh, Rico comes home. When did he move in? Is this new? He yeah, moved he in moved at the in end of season, season four. I can't believe I forgot that Vanessa. Vanessa threw him she out. Him out. Yeah. yeah. And Ruth yeah. found him uh, hanging out in the embalming room and said, oh, for heaven's sakes, come upstairs. Oh, well, I remember now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, was that followed with some Bao Chicka Wow music when she said that? <laughs> I was waiting for some Bao Chicka Wow Wow when, when she invited him to sit with her and have some Sambuca. <laughs> yes, I, I was a little worried about that too, but thank goodness it did not go there. We already had uh, enough creepy older lady yes. stuff with uh, what's his face, Arthur. Arthur, Arthur yes. Rain Wilson, yes, yes. Who was also in Galaxy Quest? Yes. <laughs> yes. For like two minutes. I'm waiting for John John Krasinski to show up this season, and we could have a trifecta of office people. Hmm. Mm. Uh. Yeah, so they talk a bit about Sharon, um, and Ruth is hoping that it's someone he can rely on and don't be blinded by lust. Don't be blinded by lust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ruth. What is, she, is that what she's talking about? I what? was so lustful for I was so lustful for this old vegetable I now have. Oh yeah, yeah. what she's talking about? They had I some guess. loud sex. Uh. Yeah, because very you know, loud sex. George and Ruth's sex is a loud experience. Or, and they got married so quickly. I mean, you know, it was mostly lust. You can't fall in love with someone in like a week or whatever. Take like, five minutes. Hmm? It could take five minutes to fall in love. It's not real love. Have you not seen the four chocolate cheesecake back to differ, Des. <laughs> okay. Well, you and Chocolate Cheesecake, hopefully you're very happy together. <laughs> you will. Canada is a very liberated country. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the next scene, Nate and David and Claire all have weed, but Nate has the best weed. Uh, this is not a microphone. <laughs> this is not a microphone? 
yes, it's what uh, maybe someone used to say when someone was, instead of passing something, they were talking while holding it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is not a microphone. Toke or pass. Yes. Thank you. Bossy. 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 No, 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 no. no. That stuff is not free. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff does not last. And if you're going to smoke some of mine and you're going to hold it while you wax philosophical, shut the fuck up and toke and pass. Then you can go ahead and talk. Who was guilty oh, of this? Was it, was it Claire? Because they were smoking Nate's. No, no, no. I was just saying that I wrote oh. that. That was my note because that brought back memories of. Yes, he's 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 reminiscing at this point. This didn't happen to the Fishers. <laughs> no, no. Screw the Fishers. What is it with the Fishers all getting high together? This is they're so. I don't know. Perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's because Claire was annoying us. You've missed this, Alira. Claire was getting very druggy and it was getting oh. very irritating. So. Oh, I remember that part of. But bit. I just found this funny. <laughs> was she on PCP for a while? Mm, uh, no. PCP? Meth? Coke. Yeah, they did Coke, Coke. in the last episode. Oh, uh, there we go. But uh, I don't know. Uh, it seems that they're all kind of hiding their drug thing from the other per- other spouse for uh, various reasons. Mm-hmm. And Claire is definitely uh, hiding hers because <laughs> Billy was, can't purchase reason. David's reason is my favorite. Yeah. Because Keith gets really annoying when he's high. <laughs> yes. We all knew a Keith. <laughs> um, yeah, so David wants Claire to call Ruth, and she ends up asking what they all think of Billy. David's polite, but Nate definitely says he's he's worse. Don't say anything. I may have a quote there. <laughs> we don't have a quote segment, so go for it. You can do quotes as you go along, so you can say it now. My favorite quote was, of course, where is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I changed, but I'm not fucking insane, Claire. I didn't try to carve a tattoo off somebody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. By the way, the whole no quote segment thing, not a good idea. You can do it as we go. That's fine. <laughs> you you need to be flexible. Be want. flexible. I've said my Yeah, piece. I don't I don't pay enough attention. I don't want to have to stop it and write down a quote, blah blah blah. So <laughs> we what? do it for me to convenience me. And so uh, just when uh, things are happy and we're all back and uh, everything, Nate and Brenda wake up and Brenda is bleeding. Yeah, crap. Yeah. Well, statistically speaking, it's all for the best. Why do you say yeah. that? Because if, uh, if you have a spontaneous abortion or otherwise known as an early term miscarriage, mm-hmm. uh, the more likely it's because there was something wrong. And nature has a way of correcting itself. Hmm. Yes, but if you don't have one, chances are that there's nothing wrong with the fetus. <laughs> yes. So, um, at the doctors, uh, see that Brenda needs a DNC. They can't do it today. Tomorrow's the wedding, and so Brenda puts it off till Monday. Mm, getting married with a dead fetus inside? No, thank you. Yeah, but um, they could. They couldn't get it done that day. I mean, they really. You know how expensive so, it is to postpone a wedding? Like you know people shouldn't get married. It's <laughs> 100 people coming <laughs> to your wedding. I know you dropped some bank buck on that. And start a wedding insurance business. <clears throat> there are other important events you might have to put off because you have to get a DNC. It's not just a wedding thing. 
No, I'm just saying that's a ton of money, though. Oh, it's no, I was just like funny. You just have to pick, cancel an appointment or get somebody to pick up the kids from school. It's like, you know, thousands of dollars. Oh, <laughs> I know. Uh, I, 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 I was responding to Illyrio saying, this is why you don't get married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, other things married. may come up. <laughs> you can get married. Just the whole wedding thing is just, ah, what a waste of cash. I had a lovely wedding. It was not ridiculous. I enjoyed the hell out of myself. I only had 80 people there who I adored. So you know what? I'm going to beg to differ. Well, you know what my my wedding was like? My ex-husband and I went to the the courthouse, and it was just the two of us, and we weren't even dressed up, and that was my wedding. I never got a wedding. There you go. I've had two. It's whatever works for you. That's my it point. It didn't work for me. <laughs> Clearly, I'm divorced. <laughs> so he makes up for me. No wedding here. Might get married one day, but wedding? I don't know. They're expensive. It was a hell of a fun party, Illyrio. We had a great yeah, time. but it's so expensive. <laughs> it is expensive. Like, gotta spend money on something else. You know, it's, it would be great. You take the money and do a down payment on a house. Exactly. I think that's basically Or a honeymoon. We didn't do a big fancy honeymoon, though. We actually didn't. I never got one. No, we never Ever. Really well, does the trip from the courthouse back home count officially as your honeymoon? Do I? What? Sorry? Doesn't the trip from the from, from the courthouse to your house <laughs> count as the honeymoon? That's the honeymoon. That's it. <laughs> no, because there was no sex. There's no sex on the way back to the house. But so, I know. No. You did it wrong. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're officially off topic. <laughs> so Bye. Let's go back to Claire and uh, Billy. So uh, Claire is putting some pieces of Nate on Brenda. Brenda or Billy thinks that uh, Brenda looks like him, and then he says, "She says, uh, uh, or he says that I just got distracted by a baby. I'm sorry." Uh, he says, uh, uh, "She'll marry Nate, but she'll always love me. She is me." And she pull, he pulls the scissors out and goes to stab her. <laughs> I was very disappointed that this was not actually happening. <laughs> I, I wrote, oh man, Billy totally should have killed Claire. I have wanted Billy to go ape shit forever. Yeah. Me too, and but I not on Claire. When he went down, you know, de- like down his rabbit hole. I was always kind of disappointed it didn't go beyond that. And I was really hoping that this was finally the moment where we'd have some more Billy drama and it's just Claire being paranoid. <laughs> Shouldn't mm-hmm. have smoked so much weed, Claire. <laughs> yeah. Someone was high, apparently. I don't know. You guys trust I, Billy or Billy now? It's, uh... I, mm. I think that well, they her brothers put it in her head. Well, Nate put it in her head. So that's what the the problem was. And But now she's got it in her head. That's a problem. So I'm not liking this. Hmm. Unless he does go crazy. Then I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty epic when we see cra- crazy, wild-eyed Billy again. Yeah, awesome. it's like the potential cast equivalent of seeing Angelus again. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like that <laughs> instead awesome. of droopy, broody Angel. <laughs> Angel rules. Okay, so um, Ruth <laughs> walks George into the into his new house, and um, he can't seem to remember where his room is. This is sad. 
Tr- truly, it, honestly, I feel sad for Ruth. She should have divorced him when he was in the hospital. Oh, man, you're just brutal. That's cold. <laughs> I am. He did wow, not that's her. cold. He did not they tell have her stairs that in that house, mentally, right? He did not tell her that he was mentally ill. That is grounds for divorce for me. So you wait you know? till he's well enough to understand what's going on, and then you do it. Right. No, do it when he doesn't know what's happening. Uh, yeah. Notice, man. Free. Oh, Robin, can you help me here? <laughs> <laughs> I've got two of them now. Oh man, I don't know. What we got ourselves Christ. into here. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to say what I always say on on other shows I'm on. Fictional character. I don't have to care about him. Let me tell you right now. If I were Ruth, I would seriously be more honest with this poor guy because Robin, you tell me if I'm jumping the gun, but I think it's in the same scene Mm. might come later when they're sitting and talking about the wedding. Yeah, go ahead. And he talks about, Oh, it's, but my only son is getting married. I wouldn't miss it for the world. And she just sits there like an idiot. and doesn't bother correcting him. How's he supposed to get any better if you're not going to correct him? She's horrible. And if she's that horrible, she's probably going to murder him. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely needs help. I think if she she can't, Murder him herself, I know. She didn't sign up for this. She didn't sign up for this. She she didn't have the um she didn't have the choice. Like she should have had the choice. The choice was taken away from her because he never told her. And so she didn't have a choice, so why should she have to go through this, you know, because he lied to her. Or uh, lies by omission. I I think it's really sad. And they they show it so well here. She is not only mentally alone, she's physically alone. All of her kids are off doing their own thing. And she's, and and granted, I know that George is her husband, but I'm just saying she's not really getting any support from her kids. Rico's there at the house? (laughs) Yeah, her her pseudo kid. (laughs) Her teenage son, Ricky. <laughs> oh, extraordinary. Anyway, I just thought it was sad. I was feeling badly for Ruth. Yeah. Um. So Keith and David are looking through some surrogate files. Keith gets a call, and out comes Chris Harrison. It's uh. <laughs> it's Roger. <laughs> Who? What? Who the, uh, was it? No, I thought it was what's his name. Sorry, I'm getting ahead. I'm getting ahead. That's, but who he was talking to when didn't Keith get a phone call? Oh, yeah, from, got a call from Roger. From, but uh, yeah. David's sitting there, and Chris Harrison comes out. Who's Chris, Chris Harrison? I mean, who's that? Who, who is he? He's from The Bachelor. Uh, that's really the guy from The Bachelor. That really was the For guy real? from The Bachelor. Oh. Yeah. I recognize they were doing Bachelor scene, but I don't watch the show, so yeah, I, didn't I don't either. I, don't I looked either. it up, and I was like, no shit. <laughs> so they actually did the uh, a mockery of the Bachelor with surrogate mothers, and yet, and they actually had the real guy come out. That's funny, God. I mean, that's like having Jeff Probst on the show. Mm-hmm. Would that be awesome? That would have been awesome too. Mm-hmm. Um, we could kick George off the island. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> right away. <laughs> so yeah, the Bachelorettes are actually. Uh, <laughs> The different files that David's holding in his hand, and one girl is just more pathetic after the next. I thought that that was a little ridiculous. Um, that <laughs> David obviously has some issues about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, give me a break, David. Stop being such a douche. It does it's uh, like prostitution at all. It does kind of uh, raise up some an interesting debate about surrogacy. Well, I like the whole idea of I can't use a woman's uterus as a storage locker. And I immediately uh, wrote off an an email to A&E saying, guys, I have a new show idea. Storage wars. Uterus. (laughs) (laughs) 
We I like that line. You actually wrote that line down. That was funny. <laughs> right? And we have all these women pregnant, and then you have weirdos auctioning off the, the offspring, of course. Hmm. But you can't look inside. <laughs> Just like on the show Storage Wars. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm addicted like- to that show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have never watched it. Um, if a woman wants to be a surrogate, you know, she makes that choice. You know, that I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, even if she's just doing it for money or whatever. But I don't see. Well, like one of the files he was looking at said egg donor slash surrogate. Um, I'm assuming that they don't do both at the same time. Like the person who's a surrogate is not also an egg donor because wouldn't that cause an issue like because then she would have some claim to that child and that could you know be a problem she decides hey wait this is my baby we should probably Where ask you anything about expert. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god it's getting convoluted Double um time. but an egg donor can be some you can donate your eggs to a couple and the egg literally gets inseminated with this man's sperm and put into his wife right so you're edges. just giving your eggs and you're right. not acting as the as the womb whatsoever like to right. me they're two different things or you're a surrogate and then the question is whether it's her egg and his sperm going into your womb because her womb doesn't work or whether it's your eggs with his sperm going into your womb so it could be a combination of both did you follow that yeah but usually yeah. the surrogate is not the egg donor also right Okay, see, that's what I was thinking. I mean, maybe she just does both of them at different times, but... It could be, could be. Wow. It will depend. I mean, in their case, you know, they provide sperm, they have no eggs, so she would be both, right? It would be her, her egg and their sperm. Well, And she's carrying the baby. Sorry? Unless they use somebody... I'm just thinking in legal terms of, like, if it's her egg and her uterus, and she decides, you know what? This is my baby. Yeah, she'd have to sign something that gives up her legal claim. I see what you're saying. You're saying if she genetically is related to the child, then she would have a legal claim, right? Yeah, Yeah, because I I think that's why usually with a, like, um, when they do surrogates, they they have an egg donor that, so they don't have those kind of issues where the surrogate has any claim to the, the fetus. Well, isn't that the case that David and Keith were talking about where David, they were worried about, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, they're left with the medical bills? As a, that's <laughs> as adoption. That's yeah, that's adoption. adoption. Oh, that's the adoption one. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they, you, they pay the medical bills and sometimes they change, you know, they change their mind. And then, but I don't think legally they should still be stuck with the medical bills if the person mm-hmm. changes their mind. Yeah, especially when no, there's no sperm involved. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a convoluted, complicated thing. Yeah, yeah, I was just curious because, you know, I didn't know. So, yeah, uh, at the end of this uh, crazy scene, uh, David tells Keith he just can't do it. And Keith says, okay. Nope. Can't do it. And I'll never change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five minutes. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, we have uh, Rico and Vanessa here. Rico bringing the boys home. And... Uh, very different uh, kind of relationship they've developed here since uh, the season finale. See, I enjoyed this scene, actually. Yeah. Because I was getting so tired of the acrimony and all the bullshit from last last season. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of, it was kind of neat seeing them being friends together. And, you know, and Vanessa talking to him again, very much like he's still a little boy, really. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was the the dynamic. He's not 15. (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoyed it. it. I f- it felt kind of fake to me. 
I don't know. Well, I bet there's a little bit of that. I mean, he's he still loves her. Yeah. And she's still probably he fighting. Love his. <laughs> she's still probably fighting some sort of the, you know, some of her not feelings, but you know, she still cares for him, obviously, and they're trying to be friends. He probably would went up to her and was just like, "Hey, girl." <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Sorry. That's in the last episode. So yeah, we find out that it's over with Kenny, and uh, Vanessa thinks uh, that she doesn't actually need anybody, but he does better with someone. Mm-hmm. Translation: I'm strong and independent, and you're needy, needy, needy pants. Yeah, he is. He is needy. We have that quick uh, scene with Ruth and George about the wedding. We talked about that already. But uh, we go to uh, Brenda watching the biography of Henry VIII. And uh, as we're talking about uh, flesh-eating disease, she's in terrible pain, uh, both uh, physically and emotionally. Mm. I couldn't tell. Was was Brenda upset in this scene? (laughs) It was the worst. Like, oh my god, it's the <laughs> This is this is a clear indication you haven't watched the show in a long time because like, was, this is Nate like, and Brenda. Wow. <laughs> it's like, wow, they always like this. Oh, I can't believe I thought I liked this couple before. <laughs> and now it's all this ah I, I like it. I didn't let me tell people. You know what, lady? That is Stinking thinking. <laughs> and she well, needs to stop that. Blaming other people. She just went through a pretty traumatic experience. I, I know, but she... it's no excuse to blame someone else. Yeah, I don't think she man- means it, though. Like, I, no, like they get doesn't. each other enough that they can say freaking wild, yeah. awful things to each <laughs> other. And they understand that they really don't mean it. She's been absolutely wow. reasonable for the past, like, half a season um, until now. But after what she just went through, I don't blame her at all. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Nate tries to get her to postpone the wedding again or maybe run off to Vegas later. But, uh, you know, she says she has, she'd rather not call all these people and tell them why she's canceling the wedding. So, um, yeah, fuck it. Let's get married. <laughs> clueless. Clueless? Nate is clueless. Oh, Nate is clueless. To what? To what? To the whole reality of how traumatic this is for her and that maybe he really should insist that they cancel because this is not a cool circumstance to be put in. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. He's trying to do whatever he can to make her feel better, I think. Yeah. He's not, he's, he's not thinking of himself, I know that. Or uh, which, is, which is a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's growth for Nate. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the morning of the wedding and, uh, Margaret has figured out immediately that something happened. Oh my God. Can you believe how supportive she was? I know. It's I almost like, shocked. it's almost like, um, it was a pod person and it wasn't really Margaret. <laughs> I know. Women scary than have masturbated with a dildo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. The quick, the quick medical moment is yes. The uh, it's 10%, 10% of... Pregnancies end in miscarriage. One out of every ten women who gets pregnant. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's not the uh, 
and most of the don't even realize it because it's so early on they just think their period was like correct Mara? um not most no but probably probably a third a third of that so three yep. percent of women will have a miscarriage and never know it hmm. and then how do they know that three percent of women do if the women don't know it the doctors probably don't either my god they're making up shit oh <sighs> Because they come in and say, oh, it's weird, my period, you know, it's strange, it was kind of a week late. And then you do the VHCT test and it's positive and you go, actually, you were pregnant. Congratulations. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so do sorry. Do yeah. women go to the doctor because they had a late period? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, I, you, I, yeah, as over here, you're, you're allowed to do that without forking over tons of cash. Yeah, yeah but don't you have to sit in the waiting room for a while? No. Yep. <laughs> okay. Five minutes. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, whether it has to do with uh, Brenda's um, uh, ended pregnancy or Rachel Griffith's uh, uh, beginning one, um, I have to say Brenda's boobs are looking amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. She was very nipply in her dress. But, yeah, she had some rocking cleavage. Holy and cleavage. You know what? It was actually even. <laughs> That's because she wasn't breastfeeding. Yep. <laughs> it was we discovered, like usual. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Illyria, there's, uh, we had a ongoing discussion. Well, not ongoing. We, we, we talked about it for an episode about how her boobs were looking uneven. Or I think, was it Tammy or somebody I, who wrote, wrote it? I think I talked about that okay. for like several episodes. Yes. And, and we found out that she was breastfeeding. <laughs> That's why they looked uneven. You got to give them equal time. <laughs> That's what I said. She wasn't doing it. Well, she was probably running back and forth between takes. Okay, is this the scene where David and Nate are talking and Nate's going on about let's get pregnant again right away? Yeah, this is yes. next scene. This is, is where my Nate is clueless comes back. Because yeah, after and- uh, Brenda and her mom have a chat, it's Nate and David talking. And David's trying to be all supportive and, you know, suggesting grieving. Hey, man, well, other blah, blah, blah happened in my blah, blah, blah life. I don't have to grieve anymore as long as I live. And this is what Brenda needs. She needs to get pregnant again as quickly as possible. And this is what I'm going to do for her. And it, with all that mess of a mess, cluelessness, mm-hmm. uh, David finds inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I did find that kind of like, eh. oh, so man, this family is fucked up. <laughs> okay, and not only that. Okay, this is sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm. Can you see me putting my doctor hat back on? Oh. Okay, bad advice. Because can I just can I just clarify for people out there, the all two people who listen, if you just had a miscarriage, you don't get pregnant right away because you have a higher risk of having another one if you do that, and you actually have to wait about three cycles. Yep. So I'm listening to this, going, God, Nate, you're so stupid. You should you could at least talk to the OB gynae about you know when to conceive. She hasn't even had the DNC. The ba- the dead baby is not even out of her body, and you're already planning when to impregnate her again because you think you know what she needs. Right. Yeah, clueless. He did say as soon as we can. Uh, he didn't necessarily mean physically can. I think he may have meant as soon as it's okay. Oh, I got the impression he meant like we're starting again next week. I'll tell yeah. you. I'll tell you what. The first time I watched this through, I was pissed at this scene, and uh, both times, by the way, I watched this through, I was kind of like, "What the hell is going on with David?" <laughs> when they're coming out, like, like David's obviously playing Mister Common Sense here, and. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, you're right. I should be cuckoo, too, at the end of it. Yeah, that's uh, the impression I got. Yeah. But um, on the other on the other hand, with, with Nate, like, I was just like, wow, he's being a real 
asshole uh, about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take him saying that he was, they were going to get her. She was going to get pregnant immediately uh, as, as literal as it, I think he, I think he, again, it, I mean, it just, uh, the way it, this episode ends, I think this is him just like trying to do what he needs to do about Brenda and forget about how he's feeling right now. He's going to, he's going to solve the situation. It's going to get done and everything's, it's, it's what Brenda wants more than anything. And I can make it happen. And, you know, he's not even thinking about the emotions of it all because I, I think he's kind of in denial about yeah, his yeah, own definitely. grief. And like, uh, uh, Des is usually screaming at, uh, the TV. He wants to move on. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, yes, but we all know that's not going to happen. It's going to linger for half a season and we're going to have, our- hold on, hold on. on. We're not there yet. It. We're not there yet. We we have some ornithological evidence coming up very late, so let's <laughs> stay on track. <laughs> so, yes, uh, David sees Keith talking to a little boy, and he says, you know what? <laughs> oh. I, think I think I want to be cray-cray, too. Maybe I should do oh, what my partner wants. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change my mind. Because <laughs> I'm a weak human being. <laughs> so... Um, Nate and Brenda finally exchange vows. Ruth has flashes of her wedding to George. And the Justice of the Peace says that after four long seasons, Brenda is finally eligible to be fishing. (laughs) Yeah! Damn time. I I bet you can probably predict what's going to happen by the end of the show, huh? Jenna Fisher is going to be picked, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Guess we'll see. You should pick me first for Fisher of the Week. And, uh, I was very excited at that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Wait, can we also choose, um, the dead fetus as a Fisher of the week? You have to, cause Ruth identified it as a Fisher. Great. We can pick their babies. All right. It's a fetus. I yeah, suppose, yeah, whatever. I suppose. Okay, okay, I definitely don't want to get into that conversation. Uh, no. Um, I suppose since we can pick uh, in previous in in the past, we've picked um, uh, Yippy the dog, Nate's dead dog. <laughs> uh, uh, all's fair, I suppose, uh, as long as you can relate it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> as we're you know, Dirk's changing vows. Everything's happy, happy. And everything, and Claire is taking pictures, and she notices Billy, um, kind of fake smiling. What did you guys think? Is she looking too much into this? He was kind of, he was thinking about stuff. He was in a different zone. He was he was he was off in his own world. And I think we're probably going to end up realizing that all those moments, he was actually just very deep in thought and being very pensive about hmm, maybe I should ask Claire to marry me. And I think I think this is one of these like sitcom French farce situations where. <laughs> One thing is actually going on, yeah. but uh, Claire is thinking that something horrible is happening instead because of the paranoia that's still lingering from that pot she had because it was the best. And <laughs> she's actually going to ruin everything by taking it down a direction that it's not. And I think that's where we're at with those two. I, I think that's what I foresee. I, I think we're all expecting getting... Billy to go cuckoo crazy, but in fact, he's actually growing up in those moments. That's what I think is happening. I disagree. I think Billy was mourning his lost love and that mm-hmm. Claire Claire probably was a little paranoid about it, but mm-hmm. probably realizing. Yeah. 
I think he's grieving the Brenda thing. Plus, he looks more disheveled there than he's looked in ages. It's interesting. His The makeup people make him look, like you say, Illyrio, like he's going a little cray-cray. I don't know if he is or not, but I just think he's sad. Yeah, he yeah. definitely does not look as put together no. as he did last season when... <laughs> he was looking rather dashing. It, yeah, dashing and, uh, how some have also put it, boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, okay, so uh, we're at the reception here and uh, Claire is talking to Billy, asking if it's weird and uh, is it... Funny how you both ended up with siblings, and he says, "Well, funny how both you and Nate did as well." <laughs> Boom! Awesome. Why judge me? <laughs> you should judge you. I was thinking about that at the beginning of the episode. How they're dating siblings, and it's kind mm, of weird. Yeah. But, uh, the uh, I just want to say, Brenda looked gorgeous on her wedding day. She did. She really did. With you. She did. Yeah. That was a great dress. That the dress was perfect for her. It was. It's lovely. Yeah, so she should have worn a thong. I don't know what the big deal is. Um, there was there were no granny panty or pad lines under that dress. I think she was a okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah well, did you guys notice you... who Margaret came with? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. He's still in the picture. I this know. has been a long time now. This must be more than a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe he gave up sleeping with his male students for her. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I did mean to ask uh, you girls what you thought of the wedding and the dresses and all that. I'm not sure if I'm barking up the wrong tree here. You're being terribly sexist. I thought it was quite lovely. I thought the cake looked awful, though. I didn't even notice anybody's dress except Brenda's. And I noticed that, once again, Maya's hair was in two pigtails. Come on, guys, variety. I noticed uh, Brenda's dress, and I noticed what her mom was wearing, because I kept staring at it, trying to figure oh, out yes. quite how that collar thing works. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> but, weird. And her fur, you know, her fur that she used to then drape around Olivier's neck later. <laughs> That's yes. about all I really noticed. I didn't notice the cake until the end when the bird was, you know. Yeah. The cake when uh, David and Keith talked about putting it under their pillow. Mm. Yeah, that's oh. weird. Didn't know it was a thing. I didn't that know is that was weird. A yeah, that's unhygienic. I'm not a. I never did that. I we we kept cake in the morning. We like froze cake for a year. Yeah, see that's different. That the anniversary, but Did you try to reanimate it with lightning storm. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Cake. I had magic too. Did you have magic, Robin? I had magic lightning <laughs> <laughs> to reanimate my cake. I didn't yes. have a wedding cake. Does your always? <laughs> what flavor was yours, Robin? I had chocolate and carrot cake. Mm. I think we I had like, like angel food or something. Oh man! Well, <laughs> my brother's wedding—they had the most delicious strawberry cake ever, and it was absolutely gorgeous. So that does sound good. Does anybody have strawberry cake? They can drop off at my house. I love a strawberry uh-huh. cake. All right. So. I have strawberry jam. I have strawberry banana jam. Yum. Oh, it sounds delicious. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Bananas in jam form frighten me. <gasps> no, you can't tell. It looks red, but it has the flavor of bananas in there. It's amazing. Use banana so. extract. No, real bananas. No did, artificial ingredients did you get in this household. Like bananas by just playing the banana boat song. <laughs> did we all smoke weed with Nate? Or <laughs> it sounds like the munchies are kicking in. 
Um, all right. So Rico is work, is walking with Pam. I mean Sharon. Rico um, <laughs> brings a date to a wedding, and Rico tells him tells her suave <laughs> that he's the kind of person who's better with someone. Like, holy, special. you've had your words fed into you by your ex. My gosh. Bag. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can't really think for myself. <laughs> he just, he keeps surprising me with all the different kinds of douchiness. Just when I think <laughs> he can't get any more douchey, he does. He does in a whole new way. And See, it's I don't just even crazy. find it so much douchey at this point. It's more just pathetic to me. Yeah, it's kind of clueless <laughs> to me, yeah. A little bit of both. Mm. He's such a baby. Oh, I'm saying clueless and Jeremy Sisto's in this episode. Uh, awful movie. What? I said awesome movie. Oh, I think you said awful. I was going to say awesome. We're going to talk Who's about Jeremy this. Who's Jeremy Sisto again? Billy. Thank you. Sorry. I forgot most of the actor's name. <laughs> I know it's Peter Krause instead of Kraus. Yeah. I say Kraus a lot. Yeah, Can we get the holy Krause. slappy slappy, please? Which one is it, Krause or Kraus? Oh, it's supposed to be Krause. We're getting the slappy slappy. So pictures are taken. Ruth, uh, yeah, the whole two new Fishers line. Ouch. Um, George spills some wine. Ruth goes to Claire, and Claire's inspired. And <sighs> says, Ruth says, "Show some respect," and slaps her and storms off. That, George, I, I was with I was with Ruth until she I slapped so Claire. That that old lady needs to sit down. And relax. Yeah, that was un- just that really was illegal bad. slapping people. That's assault. Do you know what? It's probably one of the worst things you could ever do to your kid. <laughs> Truly. Truly. I'm being serious. Yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing to do to your kids. Just completely unnecessary. I mean, completely. it did the punishment did not fit the crime, you know? She didn't but, say something like, I hate you and I wish you were dead. You but know, isn't she, this just t- classic Ruth in a way, the way she just goes off like a rocket, bottles it all up and then goes nuts? And you know, it yeah. doesn't solve a thing. I said about. Ugh. That's why we should keep things bottled up. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she did until that moment. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so so you- even though I'm the one who said earlier I was feeling sorry for her, I was not impressed with her behavior. No, me neither. She didn't get a camera to the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ruth pulls a Sean pen, and. Uh, oh. Goes to the bar to get some seltzer. And Nate comes up and asks what happened. Ruth says, uh, thinks Claire's kind of picking on her for having to take care of a crazy person for the rest of her life. And, you know, and then they talk about uh, who's going to help her. And she said, no one else will take care of him. So, uh, He's got kids. Dump them off on them. <laughs> I mean, you, you can probably get an annulment, even married that long, because he didn't tell you about his issues, his health issues. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to say that she should pull the insurance company card and talk about pre-existing conditions? She should do something and just <laughs> kick him to the curb. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, David brings cake to Keith and says, let's go with a surrogate and then do one surrogate, one adoption, whichever <laughs> comes first. You know, then we'll do the other one after. Wow. Talk about hubris. <laughs> uh, so they're playing with the rest of their life. Very, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just think well, they should be more kind of planned. solid on everything. 
Well, what's one? What's two babies if you're gonna get one baby? You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's twice as hard or anything. Oh wait. It's fourteen times as hard. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know the math. It's just, it's tricky. Anyway, enough of this scene. Let's move on to one of the best scenes ever uh, this episode. So, did, did anyone else think, Moira, Des, did you think that uh, Brenda was going to kill herself with the pills? No. Because I wrote, is it overdose time? Oh, no, I didn't, mm. but I, I did worry. I put down, uh-oh, Brenda popping pills. This mm-hmm. is scaring me. Well, yeah. she's taking the, uh, she's taking the uh, what was it, the Vicodin, Vicodin because she's still in pain. But can't you yeah. die from that much Vicodin? Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's taking was, that much she's of gonna, it. Like, down the bottle and just she's drinking. It's more the way she did it. She snaps off this pill like it's a candy. Yeah, that's what. Bugged and me. I thought Nate would come and be like, no. <laughs> but no, I didn't think she was going to kill herself. I just thought she was using it. I thought much. she was breaking in half to get like you know a half a dose and mm. you know. Okay, I could have been overreading, but it it just it worried me a tad. Well, she probably shouldn't have been drinking yeah. with the pills, no but no uh, kidding. But she's a little. She, Overwrought. That, that might have been her only glass of champagne. So you know. For all we know, it was her fourth. <laughs> huh. No, I think she does. As it goes along, uh, she does act a little bit tipsy. Especially, uh, someone actually calls her out on being drunk. So it's probably not someone, drunk so much as a combination of the pills and the alcohol. So you know your reactions. When Lisa walks up, my reaction was, ah, dead former wife. Oh, I rolled my eyes. Shoot me in the head. And then as I listened more and more, I had a couple more reactions. Okay. One was, if I was arguing with a dead person, I would win the fucking argument. <laughs> Secondly, I would never try to tuck myself out of a relationship. Um, so, yeah, Lisa well, says... Brenda always, like, self-destructs her relationships. Mm. It's got to be her mother's fault, right? Right, ladies, right? It's both her parents' fault. <laughs> <laughs> and the psychologist who helped raise her. <laughs> yeah. I'll hit the highlights here. Uh, she says, uh, my wedding was happier. I'm more maternal. You're a slut bag. You're being punished. All that anonymous cock damaged your insides. Uh, Lisa points out all the pregnant women and says, it's a miracle you even conceived. And Brenda says that... Uh, Lisa got pregnant to help get him to marry uh, her. And, and it might not even be his kid. Yeah. Oh, and then I was like, oh, my God, I didn't think of that. Somebody get a paternity test stat. <laughs> hoy, Maya, hoy, hoy. you are not the daughter. <laughs> that, but uh, Lisa oh, says that Nate is Maya's father and he's my husband and he always will be. Brenda says, you're done. And Lisa says that. Brenda will never have her happy ever after. She's too fucked up, so stop trying to be someone she's not. So, All of Brenda's deepest fears coming yes. to the forefront, right? Yeah. I don't know if I could ever win an argument with myself, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, so... I love this scene. I love the, uh, the, the verbal back and forth. I love the way it was written and just hitting all the... Like, this is the fight you've always wanted to see, but unfortunately never got to see. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of. Uh, I hated that Lisa was in it, but I appreciated that she was representing, like, representing, like, all of um, Brenda's, like, doubts and, and fears and everything. So I really liked the scene, even mm. though Lisa was in it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and yeah, they, they really kind of take toll. Um, because when Nate walks up, Brenda starts kind of echoing all the stuff that Lisa said to her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, he says that, um, you know, she didn't deserve it the day. She doesn't want her. And Nate starts being all nice to her. She says, you know, he's like, what do you want me to do? Hit you. (laughs) And then he hugs her. And, and she uh, seriously thought he was going to hit her, really? I mean, has he ever raised a hand to you before, Brenda? <laughs> well, they were talking about, uh, you know, whether he's been violent in the past, and she called back to when he threw his engagement ring at her. <laughs> he threw his ring at her. Nice oh, wow. <laughs> That's like, you should call the cops about that. <laughs> was that you know what? I, I like you, was that I liked yes. how Nate handled it. She cheated? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I hated her. Yeah, I was mad at her, too. Oof. I didn't hate her. I hated the storyline. <laughs> that too, but I especially hated her. What a slut bag. Uh, and uh, Nate says he's glad today sucked because he wouldn't want the happiest day of their lives to be over already. And uh, I'm in love with Nate. Uh, that was really sweet. Manly. Manly love. <laughs> As I say, he handled it really well. He I did. was. I was pleased to see some little tiny segment of old Nate appear. And uh, in the next scene, Mr. the newly Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Fisher dance, and so do Mr. and Mr. Fisher dance. And uh, we have Billy and Claire looking on, George chuckling and looking to Ruth, who's clearly in her own world. Yeah, he was going to say something about, hey, look, two guys dancing. Yeah, I bet he was. That's exactly what I thought he was going to do. I mean, do. it might be projecting my own, like, uh, you know, tr- uh, culturally in, 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 in ingrained homophobia mm-hmm. that I would assume that that's what he was chuckling at. Mm-hmm. But come on. You, you know if he's got short-term memory loss, he's probably going to be a man of his generation. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Nate sees... A seagull. Seagull! On their wedding cake. Seagulls are the worst. <laughs> they are. They're the they rats are. of the sky. Yes, they are. We have so many around here. They just. Any suck. bird that can poop while flying overhead is evil. That's most birds. No. 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 I'm under seagulls the impression. Are... I'm under the impression seagulls are one of the only birds that can do both simultaneously. Others have to perch. Um, That's my story. Thank you for that. Uh, what do you guys think about this bird? I mean, anything? Uh, what's it supposed to represent? Tell me, because I'm not that deep. It's Lisa. It's Lisa, because just like a seagull, Lisa was all about mine? Mine? You're mine? I, mine? You know what, Lirio? Mine? That's what I thought, too. I, you remember mine? how Lisa was the freaking dog before? Ugh. I looked at that seagull. I swear, I thought it was going to stare at Nate mm, <laughs> and meaningfully gobble up all the rest of his wedding cake. <laughs> Lisa. Rat at the sky. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, many birds poop while flying. No. Yes, but they often poop just before taking off, perhaps to lighten their load. <laughs> 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 so just to let you know, I guess most don't, but they can. And folks, never give seagulls Al- uh, Alka-Seltzer tablets, okay? It's just Don't me. give them anything, the little bastards. All right. Nope. Thank you for that. Uh, Actually, up in midair. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so, I, I I did look around a bit about uh, 
about what people thought of that. And definitely you're not alone in thinking that it was Lisa. Um, God's sakes. Um, but there was, actually is no, like, that I know of. Uh, and actual... Seagull. It has to be. It has to be Lisa. She's been reincarnated as a bird. That's a poopy sky rat bird. Somebody He's made her go away. There are superstitions about birds. Um, wow. There's one good one. White birds usually uh, represent peace and healing. And uh, there's another one where if you receive a wedding present with a bird on it, um, that means uh, like you're going to have terrible luck, basically. <laughs> like terrible <laughs> new things are ahead of you. Well, so. I also some cultures believe that if a bird poops on you, it's good luck. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've heard that before. Um, yeah, so there's that, and we go to the doctor's office next, and there's taking. You know, okay. Last at the end of last season, I thought Nate got his closure and moved on. Did he not get his closure? And, and just. Break it to me now because I cannot do this. Lisa what are you shit. Talking about? This it's Lisa. not about Lisa. This Lisa, Lisa the bird, Lisa the dog, oh, the bird. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Okay, well, we were moving on to the next scene. <laughs> I know, but I, I mean, if she's. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Is she going to be there the rest of the damn show? Because I thought we moved on from this. I thought he got his closure. I thought we were done with Lisa. This is the fifth season. And Lisa's been a part of the last, like, what, three? She was in two seasons. So, okay, two? So, I mean, you know, it's part of the story. Things happen. It's okay. Well, she's dead and gone, and we got, he, he did his little closure. I'm going to hold your hand for the rest of the season and tell you it's all going to be okay, and we will get it's through it. Tough. Lisa or no Lisa. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, it, it, it wrapped around in the beginning of the episode, the whole wedding video, and... Um, I mean, Brenda's insecurities. Uh, it's too much. Yeah. I can't it's take ju- it. It's just part of it. I can't take it. Okay. Come here. I'm, I'm <laughs> stepping up on the ledge. <laughs> okay. Get off the ledge. I'm a co-host now. <laughs> you oh. can fill in for me once I jump. <laughs> all right. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, she's probably sitting with it in front of an air conditioner right now, so don't, don't believe what she's saying. That's right, with a crappy backdrop. At the doctor's <laughs> office, uh, the nurse takes Fenda in for a DNC, and Nate wants to go in with her, but is left. Since when can he go in? I, because um, she probably has to be put under, because they said they couldn't get the anesthesiologist there. So apparently, they're putting her <laughs> under. All right. Well, what like don't they usually put her under in like? Uh, put her uh, put her under room where he can say bye, and then they wheel her over. No, Ugh. it's these day procedures. It's like when I had my hernia surgery; it was the same thing. I was like, okay, now you can't come in. And then I still was walking around until they finally put me under on the table. Hmm. We yeah, don't want civilians in the back where the secrets happen. Okay. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. It's like Saturday Night Live when Eddie Murphy pretended to be white. And the last black person got off the public bus. And then the cocktail waitresses came out. Because <laughs> when it's just white people on the bus, oh, that's, that's what right. happens. <laughs> I remember that. Like to um, pay for a beer. So, yeah. The, if, now that Brenda's gone in there, um, his real emotions finally do come out. So, Nate. Yay. Thank you, all Nate. This, all this 
all these repressed emotions. He should be keeping them deep inside. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Right, right, Robin? Uh, No, Robin is the biggest mush ball of the whole crew. (laughs) I think you're right, Illyrio, because there's nothing worse than a pussy man crying. (laughs) He should only be crying if he hurts himself doing a manly thing. (laughs) Even then, not in front of anybody. He was alone. He was alone. Yeah, so I'll give him that. Mm. Although that camera crew was there. (laughs) You want a cookie, Moira? We're just going to wait. Okay. 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 I'm going to crawl up my own ledge now. Uh, All right. Well, everybody kills themselves. Let's move on to a break. This is from our (laughs) friends at. you for me. (laughs) This is from our friends at CardiCast. Calling all carnies, freaks, and roustabouts. Roll up, roll up, and come and check out CarniCast. I'm Claire, and I'm a huge fan of the critically acclaimed HBO show Carnival. Not seen it? Well, until recently, neither had these guys. I'm Matt. I'm Naomi. And I'm Tammy. Together, inspired by other intro casts, we are watching the show and reviewing it episode by episode. Whether you're already a fan of the show, or, like Matt, Mel, and Tammy, just watching it for the first time, CarniCast is perfect for you. And if you're watching it for the first time, don't worry, there are no spoilers here. You can visit us at carnicast.blogspot.com or find us on iTunes and Facebook by searching for CarniCast. Let's shake some dust, children! <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. And... I miss them. Yeah. They're awesome. Come back, guys. Come back. Do season three. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, like I say, whenever we play the promo, yes, the show's over, but the podcasts are still out there. If you want to go back and watch the show Carnival, it's an awesome show. So. Fisher of the awesome Week. Pod- what? Oh, I got my Fisher of the Week, yo. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm ready. All right. So uh, how will we start off with our new co-host, Illyrio? Claire. Claire, why? My favorite Fisher of the Week. Because I miss Claire. I remember watching this show today, this evening, that she was the one I was most happy to see again. <laughs> that and the fact that she fantasized about her boyfriend killing her. You, you wouldn't have been so happy to see her if you had just watched the end of season four with us. She's been douchey Claire. I know she was douchey Claire. I remember douchey Claire, but I really missed Claire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Claire's my favorite this week. Awesome. I can see that. Uh, Dez? Okay, so I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick little dead fetus Fisher. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to pick Brenda. Why? Because I finally can. And also, I loved her in this episode. I mean, I thought... I thought she was great. I thought... That um, she's been uh, she's been great the past like you know several episodes, mm-hmm. um, but uh, after what she went through and everything, I didn't. I, I think everything she said, everything she did, was completely justified, and justified. you know, Sorry. it was very. Um, um, let's see. I, I don't want to say realistic so much as like you know it. It made sense. It all made sense to me. 
Everything she did made sense to me. And so, yes, I picked Brenda. Yay, Brenda, finally! (laughs) You know, since Lisa was in her imagination, you also picked Lisa just now. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Moira? Thank you. (laughs) Seagull Lisa. (laughs) That's who I should pick. Seagull Lisa. (laughs) That was in Nate's head, so I didn't pick that one. Wow. Boy. Hmm, because when I was picking my fish of the week, I'd forgotten I could pick Brenda. Hmm. Hmm. All right, well, I'll stick with what I originally did. I actually picked Nate, and I picked Nate because in his own way, he he gave Brenda what she needed in the end. Like, he, when she was going off the rails after the wedding and being so hard on herself, he knew what she needed, and he supported her, and that's what it's supposed to be about. So... And because at the end we see that, yes, of course, losing his baby meant something to him. The idiot. Of course it did. So that's who I'm giving it to. Awesome. And my Fisher Week is, of course, Jenna Fisher. Um, she's <laughs> adorable. Nice. Yeah. She spells it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I didn't <laughs> I haven't been booed so much before. Um, I'm definitely picking Brenda. Thank you. Uh, Finally, I mean, if not for You're all wrong. (laughs) If not for this episode, for all the times that I've wanted to pick Brenda and couldn't because she's not a fisher. Yes. As long as this whole show just interbreeds with each other, like we could really be able to pick some of our favorite characters. It'll be like the royal family. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, kudos to Brenda for surviving the worst fucking wedding ever. <laughs> so, um, all right, so let's move on to listener eulogies. <laughs> In which we have um, several. Well, not several. We have three different pieces of feedback here. We have a voice voicemail, voicemail. from uh, Claire here. Do we want to do that first? Sure, because she harkens back to a previous episode. Oh, that's right. Yes. She said that. Okay. And here we go. Three, two, one, go. Go. Hello, Fisher Cast. Um, it's me, Claire. Um, calling from England. Um, just wanted to give you guys some feedback for the pilot, the pilot, <laughs> the first episode <laughs> of season five. Um, but also, I meant to send you feedback for last week for the end of season four, and for some reason it didn't send. So I'm going to give you feedback for that one as well. So this might be quite a long voicemail, and for that, I apologise, but not too much. Um, also, <laughs> happy 50th um uh, uh, episode and I would sing to you but I can't and I don't want to break this microphone um, anyway so the end of season 4 episode untitled I'll just go through my notes pretty much um, how long did those guys have to stay stuck in that lift with the half a dead guy because that's just horrific I really hope that they found oh. those people <laughs> very soon after that um, uh, as I've said before I really don't like George in season four. I really don't like this story with his um, kind of apocalyptic visions and stuff. <laughs> it feels like they just didn't know what to do with the character, so they kind of chucked this in to give him an extra layer, and it just just feels a bit sort of soap opera-y, um, and we'll get to more of that later. Um, 
I love Claire's collage desk. I want one. I might go and collage all my furniture after this. Um, oh, I don't know if I mentioned before, the book that uh, Ghost um, Witch Kid Michaela um, wants to give to um, Nate um, is Stiff by Mary Roach. It's an awesome book. It's so good. It's quite funny, but it's also really informative. Um, I think Moira would really um, enjoy reading it as well, but I highly, highly recommend it. Um, what's next? Oh, Nicole Ritchie. Ugh, ugh, get off the screen. Um uh, oh, we meet George's daughter, Maggie. Um, uh, I don't really have much to say about her, apart from she has this really distracting habit of sucking her bottom lip. If you see her sort of on screen again at any point, then just watch, because she's always sucking her bottom lip. It's really weird. No. Um, <laughs> she's ruined like Maggie. The wrap-up of the Hoyt sort of shooting himself in the head plot it feels very overwrought and again really soap opera but I guess they needed it for closure for this story it feels like the writers kind of wrote themselves into a corner I guess and they didn't know how to end end it um, but I do like that it kind of leaves stuff on question like is, is Maya actually you know she could be Hoyt's daughter then I guess no way uh, we don't know but uh, yeah I don't really like the way that whole story wraps up uh, then we go to the art gallery, and I like that the uh, editing on Claire kind of, when they shoot her, it seems to get a bit more jittery later on when she's, like, being quite jittery herself because of the amount of coke she snorted, I guess. Um, what else about the gallery? Oh, I love Margaret's uh, vagina top. Uh, like, her head is being enveloped in a giant vagina. It's amazing. It so suits the character. I love it. Um Russell needs to wash his hair, and I don't get why he's wearing a ribbon in the back of his hair, because he's not a character in Hornblower, so that's all a bit weird. <laughs> I love that when David uh, goes to visit Jake, Jake turns out to be pre pretty pathetic. Um, what else? Oh, and I love the closing shot with David and Nathaniel. I love the end of this episode, or this, this season, I should say. Um, but that's just because I love my David and Nathaniel. So, all in all, I think I would give this one eight neck vaginas out of ten. <laughs> and moving on to season five, Coat of White Primer. The subtitle of this episode is, Lisa, you have been dead for two seasons. Will you please finally fuck off yes. <laughs> and i'm sticking to it so we time jumped six months with this and at first um i was re-watching it this time and i did also think it was nate and brenda's wedding for some reason and then obviously you see carol and go oh and then you know lisa's going to appear and she does and it's like oh, go away um so we get a lot of the George stuff. Um, I think they handled it quite well, but again, I'm not a big fan of this storyline. I just, I don't really think it's needed. I think they didn't know what to do with the character of George or Ruth, so they kind of threw this in. I do like when, <laughs> um, I like that we get Rico and Ruth scene because we don't get those very often. I love that David says that Keith is annoying when he's high. That really made me laugh. <laughs> um, I'm sure Des cheered when we had the little flash of Billy being a psycho and then was upset when it turned out just to be a, <laughs> a sort of, um, you know, Claire imagining it. Um, the idea of Brenda getting married just after losing the baby um, is, oh, that's just horrific. It's horrible. Um, I've got a feeling, and Robin can probably confirm this because he does his research very well, that I think Rachel Griffiths was either had just been pregnant or 
was had just got pregnant around this time, so that must have made it a really hard storyline, obviously, to act out. Um, I think she looks really pretty on her wedding day, and I think her hair's really nice as well, the little sort of lilies in it, it's lovely. Um, and I like that um, Nate and Brenda apparently got married by the uh, psychic from Poltergeist, uh, at least that's what she looked like. <laughs> um, and all the way through the episode, you kind of think, oh, Nate, you're taking this very easy, you're being an insensitive dick, and then at the end he burst into tears um yeah which was really sad um so it's kind of an all right start um i guess uh, apart from all the lisa oh just go away go away finally Ugh. anyway so i will give it seven fake out billy stubs out of ten that was billy stabs not billy stubs <laughs> um, yeah so i hope you guys enjoy the episode and i'll speak to you soon bye i agree I couldn't understand half of that. The accent really? is really, <laughs> really thick. It's not like she's Kendra. <laughs> Kendra from Buffy? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Claire. I love you. Bye. Thank you, Claire. It was lovely. Yes. So even if um, Maya is Hoyt's baby, it really doesn't matter anymore because he's dead. Barb wouldn't have any claim i mean nate's been raising her i mean right i don't know enough about law in in that case but hopefully that's just kind of a you know a line to put some doubt in your mind and it's not going to be a storyline where they're going to fight over her i mean give me a break i'm sorry but who does Maya look more like, Hoyt or Nate? I know it's not her real daughter. Garbage pail kid. Looks, she looks like a garbage she looks, kid. She looks like a rat. So I think right, Lisa I forgot that you were going to take rat. that question seriously. Never mind. Yeah, uh, she doesn't. But she does. Okay. I mean, chi, chi, the child is an actor, you know. Yeah, she doesn't look yeah. like either one of them, technically. Take that question seriously? Maybe yes. she <laughs> looks more. I would say she looks more like Lisa. Boom! Uh, all right, and and now, Lisa half decomposed Lisa or Lisa imaginary Lisa? <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> I, and I am with Claire. Can we, pl- Lisa? Fuck off. I I would like to just defend the whole Lisa thing. Hopefully, for the last time, for my sake, and no. from from now on, I'll just be like, I don't care anymore. Uh, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, real Lisa. Yeah, it got a little tiresome, all the cleanliness and having to deal with the marriage and everything. Um, but now it's like, I just, I like ghost Lisa representing different things that go on. I mean, this whole scene with Brenda was, was great. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand how that, just because it was Lisa that it made it terrible. I <laughs> Because Lisa is, I mean, she she was just an annoying character that I but could not stand from not the beginning. So every time, but it's still, it's still her face. So you didn't it, get a kick it, out of it when she showed up as a No, I thought that was ridiculous. I that was but 
it's it's oh my god you're right she showed up as a flower right yes that was hilarious i thought we were supposed to all have closure after we do have closure best no because we still see lisa and i didn't want to see her anymore because i was completely over it in fact i was completely over it when she disappeared the first time but (laughs) keep dragging it out and now you know it's like it out anymore this is not this is not worrying about what happened with lisa this is this is brenda having some problems She's dead. She's gone. Nate's over it. Why do I have still have to see her face on the show? Because Brenda is incredibly insecure because of all the anonymous cock. Yes. Anyway, we got to move on. Uh, our next bit of feedback is from Matt. Who wants to read that? All right. Let's see. Matt says, um, episode, uh, season five, episode one, thoughts, spoilers. Uh, hey, Robin, Ali mode, pronounced like Ali mode. Is that supposed to um, include Moira and I and Illyrio, or, oh, Illyrio, <laughs> or are we no longer on the show? And, oh, uh, Illyrio, Moira, and Des, Ali Mode. I get it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Robin gets his whole name, but the rest of us only get part of I thought we were just dang them. I see. I see, <laughs> I see who Matt likes the best. Um, okay. Well, we're here in the final season, so what is there to say about the premiere? It's okay. A lot of just setting stuff up for the rest of the season while dealing with throwing off all the dumb stuff from last season. It's about making full measures to improve your life, not half measures like this, like the inspiration for this episode title. Nate and Brenda go about the most depressing wedding ever because they think <laughs> even the slightest problem is going to derail the whole thing, whereas David and Keith make headway as they try to figure out how to go about having a child. Avoiding problems is going to lead to bad things like the cautionary tale of uh, Andrea Kuhn. Certain problems from the last season are still here. Claire is still stuck in this annoying mode from hanging around her band of idiots last season. However, other characters have become more relatable. Seeing George cope with his mental illness is one of the things that changed my mind about him. Anything besides just having him be a huge douche is a welcome improvement. It's not the strongest start, but I like the second half of this season far more than the first. I agree about what he says about George. It's it's more interesting than him just being a, a just losing his mind being a jerk. I have so never he's found around, I guess. I have never found anything about George interesting. So, um, straight thoughts. Jenna Fisher, to put this in context, the episode aired during the summer between the office's first abbreviated, oh, sorry, abbreviated first season and its breakout second. Shut up, Leonard, you accidentally killed your girlfriend with Chekhov's fireplace grate. <laughs> in part 456 of Lisa Sucks at Everything, Picking Bridesmaids Dresses. Yes. Wait for my rating system. Um, Nate's moved from mopey douche to angry douche. <laughs> the drummer at the reception wasn't even close with matching the music. Could they not get a real band? It's not like they needed actors to be characters. Uh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't either. No. Brenda's now a Fisher of the Week. You spelled Fisher incorrectly. You spelled it like Jenna Fisher, not like Fisher and Sons. No C. Anyways, Brenda's now a Fisher of the Week, and I expect at least some arguments about including billions in the mix. No, no argument. He's not there yet. <laughs> Remember AIM, GameCubes? Yeah, we still have a GameCube. Uh, huge pre-flat screen TVs, that screensaver near the end, Teresa Hines Carey. Yeah, I had to look that on up. <laughs> uh, no, what's that about? I, it, that was uh, John Carey's wife. 
Yeah, but were, were we, how was oh, she in the episode? Oh, about she had a miscarriage, I think. Oh, okay. Um, I give it six out of ten Ruth's, Ruth's Oranges of Doom. <laughs> Thanks a bunch, Matt. <laughs> a bunch of I think Matt's going to be much happier this season than last, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then we have one from Brad, who always has good titles for his emails. A coat of white primer or Ruth the Gladiator smacks a bitch like she stole something. <laughs> I love Ruth's insanely huge orange net slash bag. It's like she captured those mighty citrus on the field of battle with the aid of a trident and over-trusty net of doom. <laughs> Why isn't George going to some sort of assisted living facility, at least as a short-term intermediary option? Yeah, here's your crazy husband. We scrambled a short-term memory and are pretty sure he's better. Have fun! <sighs> Ricos cannot be choosers. <laughs> Did they hire a marimba band? Whose idea was that and why? Somebody, please get Ruth some of those sweet, sweet Vicodin immediately. <laughs> this is why you don't have outdoor weddings. A filthy, disease-laden animal will promenade all up and down your cake. I mean, whose favorite icing isn't vanilla cream campylobacteriosis? <laughs> I'm sorry to disagree with you, uh, Mr. Couples, but birds are not animals. How are they not animals? They're animals. I believe they're a different class. No, they're animals. No, they're animals. Like humans are animals. They're not mammals, but they're animals. Hold on. They're not a plant. They're not a mineral. They're an animal. Animals. Anyway, let's move on anyway, to our last right. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. The answer to this will come in any second now, but uh, we'll, we'll move on to our next segment, which is... You know, the thing about Brad is... Okay, not only is he amusing, but he's he's so accurate because chicken is what carries Campylobacter that gives you terrible diarrhea if you you know if you make the raw chicken on the cutting board and then you don't wash it off. Yeah. So so he's pithy, but he's also accurate. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Our ratings on the final uh, or the first episode of season five, and of course our final thoughts about it. And uh, who wants to go first? I think we should let Lyra go first still. Sure. He's, he's still sort of a guest. After this, nah, no special favors. <laughs> I'm going to give this episode 7 out of 10 empty gaping holes in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts on it? Or? I'm glad to be finally watching this season after years of putting it off. Thank you. And I'm uh, currently looking up uh, why an Amelia and Avis might actually be different. So carry on. There you go. <laughs> Moira. Okay, I, um, I I agree with Matt. It was you know it was an okay episode. It it's uh, got rid of a lot of old stuff. It's it brought in a little bit of new stuff. It tossed us ahead six months in time, which was much appreciated. Um, I'm happy I get to see Nate and Brenda together, which is what I wanted. And I'll be intrigued to see what happens with um, Billy and Claire, even though I think Claire's still being pretty douchey. She's annoying me. And I feel badly for Ruth, but I'm hoping that some kind of resolution is going to come out of that scenario. We'll see. So overall, um, I liked it okay. I gave it 7 out of 10 compromising candid photos. If I may interject, uh, birds are animals. Yeah. There you go. I guess you can't trust everything you learn from a song on the polka dot door. 
Pokeroo! <laughs> Des. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed the Brenda in this episode a lot. Um, I I liked her storyline. Um, I I'm happy that she and Nate got married and that she's finally a Fisher of the Week. Um, I really I'm, I don't know about Claire and Billy. I don't like them together at all. I think he is way too old for her, and it's just kind of creepy. And you know, they already have siblings to get. You know, they don't need sibling sibling date date double marriage. You know, um, I don't, and I hate the George storyline. I hate George. I hate everything about George. He's the Lisa of um, season four and five for me. But the Lisa was. Lisa, Lisa is the link. Lisa is the be all end all of hate in my heart. I can't. There's nothing in the world I hate more than Lisa. Especially the more we have to see her stupid little face, the more I hate her. Um, so that annoyed me that we had to see Lisa again. Um, so I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna say. Seven out of ten Little House on the Prairie Bridesmaid dresses. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been atrocious, and I didn't even notice them. They're showing they up in emails. Yeah, they Horrific. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Horrific. It looked like a hee-haw wedding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I really, uh, I'm happy to get started on season five. I'm happy to uh, have our new co-host here. This whole... This whole thing is, I mean, I'm happy to have Jenna Fisher on an episode. <laughs> uh, it, it, this is all very, very happy, happy occasion. And uh, my ego has been inflated all day today by people telling me how awesome I am. And thank you for that, ladies. Um, but um, Natalie Riel hasn't said a kind word to me in weeks. Um, yep. And it's going to stay that way, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, so... Watching this episode, it, it was just, you know, it's like, uh, again, it's like cobwebs. I, I barely remember it back then. And, uh, um, and uh, you know, I was very excited about getting to see. I knew that Nate and Brenda get married. I didn't know really any of the circumstances. And um, You didn't even remember the dead fetus? Nope. Nope. Wow. Nope. Lots of cobwebs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Lots of cobwebs. It's all the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the two hundred dollar eight for an eighth uh, habit. That's really messing with my mind and the shock treatment, of course. <laughs> Shocking treatment. It, yeah, it'll, it'll screw you up big time, buddy. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I I really like the episode. Um. So I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Wow. Cute wow. dental hygienist. I always love my uh, Six Feet Under premieres. Not as good as uh, Perfect Circles, but um, is right up there. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, anyway, let's uh, bury this AIM buddy list. Um, we can find us on uh, <laughs> iTunes. Or we can find You can find us, too. On oh, iTunes okay. is our show. It's called FisherCast. Thank you for listening. And, you know, if you leave a star rating or a review, it might get read. Um, and we might be happy about it. And we might send you presents in the mail or not. It keeps, it keeps not. us from having to use our antidepressants and our shock therapy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll get Dej off, or Dev's off the damn ledge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
Um, you can visit us at fishercast.blogspot.com. You can find our old episodes. Um, we did realize today, uh, Moira and I, that uh, mm. you can only stream them on that website. If you want to download the old episodes, you can go to TalkShoe and search for FisherCast, and uh, you can download all the episodes there. So I'm going to fix that in the future. I did previously have it so you could stream FisherCast on the blog spot, and uh, I'm going to just hastily put a bunch of download links on each one, and that way... So. Easily get to it at the blog spot. So I will work on that. Um, and I am sorry that it's been such a mess. And our voicemail line sucks. So we got rid of that too. And <laughs> But thanks for fixing that, Robin. Yes, I think that would be very helpful. Yeah. Yes. Will do. Illyrio? Mm-hmm. You can visit our Facebook group. That's facebook.com slash group slash Fishercast. Yay. Or you Come can... join in the fun. Keep it spoiler free. Or else. <laughs> <laughs> or else. Illyrio's our enforcer. <laughs> He's yep. secretly Russian. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Or you can email us at fishercast1 at gmail.com. Please put the episode title in the subject line so that we don't get spoiled. Mm-hmm. We love your feedback. Do please keep sending it in. Okay. So, uh, Des, where can we find you on the web? You can find me on What's Home with Stefan Does. Just go to What's Home with Stefan Does dot blogspot dot com and hear Steph and I talk TV. <laughs> All right, and Illyrio? Uh You can find me on Dentralcast, Redemptioncast, Pausecast, Yip Yip Podcast, and uh, Illyrio on Twitter. All right, and you can find Moira shooing poopy birds away from wedding cake, and on the Twitter at Moira Brown with an E at the end. Of course, there's no other way to write that. <laughs> Thank you, Illyrio. You can find me on Redemption Cast as well. The Steens. <laughs> I know they are. Plebes, plebes. And at L. Robinero on the Twitter. That's it for FisherCast this week. Next week, your homework is Season 5, Episode 2, Dancing for Me. As for mm-hmm. a coat of white primer, we therefore commit this episode to the ground, ashes to ashes, and dust and to dust. dust to dust. dust. Bye. 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 <laughs> Don't pause before that goodbye. <laughs> she flies so gracefully over rocks and trees and sand, soaring over cliffs and gently floating down to land. She proudly lifts her voice to sound her mating call. Soon her mate responds by singing Come with me Lesbian seeker Settle down and rest with me Fly with me Lesbian seeker To my little nest By the sea with me.
Just watch the world. 